What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Primetime Sports Podcast, hosted by Joey May Larry. So in this episode, I'm going to preview the NFL Super Wild Card Weekend. I'll preview each game, just a quick minute or two, talk about the matchups, and then I'll give a prediction for each game. I'm going to do this rather quickly because I just got home from Northeastern's basketball game against Towson. Big win for the Huskies today at Matthews Arena. The game's going to start in just about an hour, so I want to get this in before that. Let's start off with the first game. We get Houston versus Cleveland. Houston is hosting this game versus Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns will be the away team in this one. I like the Browns a lot. I think this team, when they got Joe Flacco, really turned their season around. If you look at their last five games, they're 4-1, and one, with their one loss being in Week 18 when they set most of their starters. So heading into the last week of the season, they won four straight games. And Joe Flacco has been great for them. He's 4-1. and one, as the starter, 13 touchdowns, 8 picks. Interceptions have been a problem for him, but he's been throwing the ball very well downfield. He had 300 passing yards in 4 or 5 games this season. 4 or 5 games. He's averaging 323 passing yards per game. 323. He has been balling this season. I've loved what I've seen from him. And then that Cleveland Browns defense has been electric all season long. One of the best defenses in the NFL. Top to bottom, a great secondary. Miles Garrett, the best defensive player in the NFL in my eyes, who can disrupt a game at any moment. He's been a big contributor for them. They're giving up 21 points per game, which is 13th in the NFL, but just 270 yards per game allowed, which is first best in the NFL. They're also first in third down conversion rate, just 29% of the time they give up a first down on third down. And they're also sixth in the NFL in sacks, with 49 sacks in the season, also 18 interceptions, which is third best in the NFL. They've been great this season on defense. And then when you add in a guy like Joe Flacco who has been balling, and then you add in a very talented receiver like Amari Cooper, who's gained a lot of respect for me this season, considering he's been balling with four or five different starting quarterbacks. And he had a great season. He has been very good. I like Cleveland in this game. Even though I love Houston, I liked them before the season began. I thought they were going to win around seven games. I said they'd be a team to pay attention to because I thought C.J. Stroud would be very good as a rookie. And C.J. Stroud has been nothing short of that. He has been awesome as a rookie this season, really picking up that Houston Texans franchise, turning them around in just one season. All in the year, 23 touchdowns to five picks. He has been great. 9-6 and six record, 64% complete percentage, 4,100 passing yards in 15 games. He has been awesome this season. Cleveland's defense is very good, though. That's the one worry here in this game is maybe that Houston's Texans offensive line versus that Cleveland pass rush. I think C.J. Stroud will have a good game. I do think the Browns are the better team here overall, though. I'm going to roll with the Cleveland Browns winning this one. Then in the night game, we have the Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Miami Dolphins. Miami is going to be in a tough position here considering – at game time, it's going to be negative six for a temperature in Kansas City. A dangerous game considering how cold it's going to be. Obviously, Miami plays an extreme hot a lot of the time, so playing in the cold is going to be tough. Kansas City, even though they've had a shaky season, still a good team, still a very experienced team. Obviously, just like Philadelphia as well, very experienced team, but underperformed to some degree in the regular season. Kansas City always finds a way to win in the playoffs, though. And Patrick Mahomes has never played in a road playoff game in his career, I don't think, besides the Super Bowl. So this game is in Kansas City, though, so he does have the edge there. I've loved the Miami Dolphins all season long, but with all their injuries to their defense, Van Ginkel, Baker, Chubb, Phillips, there's so many guys that are hurt in that defense. That's why I worry about Miami in this game. But I've loved them all season long, and Kansas City has found ways to lose games as of late. I'm going to roll with the Miami Dolphins winning this one. Uh, they're going to be a very low-scoring game, 21-17. I think Miami wins. Next up, we have Buffalo versus Pittsburgh. This game is actually supposed to be tomorrow night. But just about an hour or so ago, that game got postponed to Monday. So there'll be two games now on Monday. So two games today, two games tomorrow, two games Monday. I like the Buffalo Bills in this game. Buffalo is one of those teams 
that gets hard at the right time in the regular season, and they're a team that nobody wants to play in the playoffs. They're playing their best football right now. Nobody wants to play the Buffalo Bills right now, even though I, a lot of the time, have been disappointed with them over the last couple seasons, considering they're always a team that people pick to win the Super Bowl, and then they find a way to underperform. They've really turned things up as of late, winning five straight games in the regular season, six of the last seven games they won, with their only loss being... And that seven-game stretch to the Eagles, 37-34 in overtime in Week 12. And they could have won that game. And they lost to the Broncos in Week 10, 24-22. So a lot of close games for them as of late. They've won a lot of one-score games, 20-17 over the Chiefs in Week 14, 24-22 in Week 16 over the Chargers, 27-21 over the Patriots in Week 17, and then 21-14 over the Dolphins in Week 18. They got the Pittsburgh Steelers, though, an offense that struggled all season long. Mason Rudolph is their quarterback. Kenny Pickett, even though he was healthy a couple weeks ago, they chose to continue to go with Mason Rudolph. Seems like he's got more, more of a spark for them on offense. If you look at the Buffalo Bills, though, their defense, even with all their injuries, they've been playing very good ball all season long. These are two very good defenses going at it. Pittsburgh giving up 19 points per game, which is sixth best in the NFL. Buffalo giving up 18 points per game, which is fourth best in the NFL. 307 yards allowed per game from that Buffalo Bills defense, which is ninth best in the NFL. They've been great both ways. Their pass rush has been very good as well. 54 sacks, which is good enough to be fourth in the NFL. 18 interceptions. They've battled with injuries this season. No Matt Milano. Midway through the year, he got hurt. Lost him for the entire season. They've found ways that will stay in a lot of football games. And as I said, have won five straight games. A lot of one-score games have gone their way. We're going to see what's going to have to happen in this game against Pittsburgh. I think they find a way to win this one, though, by two touchdowns, maybe 10 points, I should say. A double-digit win here for the Buffalo Bills. Give me Buffalo over Pittsburgh in this game. Next up, we have the Tampa Bay Bucks going up against the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles will be the road team in this game. Tampa Bay did win the NFC South, so they will be hosting this game on Monday night at 8-15. The Bucks 9-8, Eagles 11-6. The Eagles really struggled toward the end of the season, even losing to the Giants in Week 18, 27-10. Their starters did play in the first half. And they trailed 24 to nothing at halftime. 24 to nothing at halftime. And if you look at their last six games, they finished the regular season one and five in their last six games. With their only win over that six game stretch being against the Giants on Christmas Day, 33 25. Still a one score game. I know the Giants really hung around in that one, got a couple scores late in the second half. I think they outscored them in the second half, 22 13. The Giants made some noise in the second half in that game. But Philadelphia really has struggled. 1-5 over the last six games, losing to the Cardinals in Week 17, losing to the Giants in Week 18. This team has struggled, and this is the time of year when you want to be playing your best football, and that's not what they've been doing. As for the Bucs, they've turned things up over the last six games. They're 5-1 over the last six games, winning in Week 18 to win the division 9 to nothing over the Carolina Panthers. Their offense has been good this season with Baker Mayfield. 28 touchdowns or 10 picks. He's impressed me this season. Didn't really have high expectations for him or the Bucs this season. I thought they were going to be a top five pick in the draft. They really proved me wrong. But obviously being in a weak division helped. And also Baker Mayfield really stepped up his play. He had a very good season and has great receivers there in Tampa Bay with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. And obviously Rashad White is a very good back as well. Philadelphia will not have A.J. Brown in this game. That's a major worry. DeAndre Swift missed the Week 18 game with an injury. Jalen Hurts hurt his finger in that Week 18 game. There's a lot of signs pointing to Tampa Bay being the team that a lot of people are going to go with in this game. I still think Philadelphia's a better team. I think they only survived one playoff game, though. I think they win this wild card game over Tampa Bay. A close game, 24-21. Then I think they lose in the divisional round. Next up, we have the Detroit Lions hosting the LA Rams. This game's an interesting game in my eyes. I think this is going to be the best game of the weekend. This one will be tomorrow night at 8.15. Detroit will be hosting the LA Rams in that one. The Rams really turned things up late in the season. Midway through the season, they were right on the cusp of being like a 500 team. They finished the season 10-7, and, and they're red hot heading into the playoffs. 
just like Buffalo, just like Cleveland, all red hot heading into the playoffs. And this is the time of year when you want to be playing your best ball. And that's what they're doing right now. They've been playing very good football as of late, finding a way to win four straight games at the end of the regular season. And in their last eight games, they're 7-1 over the last eight games, with their only loss being to the Ravens in Week 14. They lost 37-31 in overtime, a game they honestly could have won, but they found a way to lose late in that one, losing, I believe, on a punt return in overtime. This team is playing very good football, though, 7-1 over the last eight games. Detroit, on the other hand, even though they're 12-5, I always felt like they were more of a pretender than a contender this season. And if you look at their schedule, they beat Chicago by five points in Week 11, a game where Chicago was up heavily. Chicago was up at one point in that game, 26-14 to 14 with four minutes to go, and they found a way to lose that game. But then Chicago beat them in Week 14, 28-13. to 13. I haven't been that impressed with the Lions this season. I know they're a hard-nosed football team. Dan Campbell, a likable coach. A good offense with Jared Goff, a guy that I like. I was high on him heading into last season and this season as well. An offense that's averaging 27 points per game, which is fifth best in the NFL. And look at their defense. Middle of the pack, though, in the NFL, 23 points per game allowed, which is 23rd in the NFL, 19th in yards allowed per game. This is a team that a lot of people had high hopes for heading into the season. I had them missing the playoffs by a game, so they did exceed my expectations. Obviously, they have a good roster. Amon Ross St. Brown's great. Jameer Gibbs really got things going towards the end of the season. David Montgomery is a solid running back as well. We'll see if Sam Laporta plays in this game. He did get hurt late in the season. I think he is questionable for this matchup. As for the Rams, red hot heading into this game. And a very exciting and fun offense to watch. 24 points per game on offense, which is 8th in the NFL. 360 yards per game, which is 7th best in the NFL. I think this game ends up being the game of the weekend. Two offenses that are very good going at it. You get to watch Pukunuku and Cooper Cup go up against Jameer Gibbs and Amon Ross St. Brown. There's great weapons on each side in this game. Pukunukua, what a season for him. I predicted he was going to have a good rookie season, but he even exceeded my expectations. My expectations for him before the season began were high. I thought he was going to be a great receiver, a guy that caught a lot of eyes right away. But he went for 1,486 yards, 105 catches, and six touchdowns. Cooper Cup, in 12 games played, only had five touchdowns, 59 catches, and 737 yards. Pukunakua ended up being the number one guy in this offense. And then Kyron Williams had a great season as well. 12 games played, 12 rushing touchdowns, also added in some receiving touchdowns as well. Three receiving touchdowns on the season, adding in 206 receiving yards and also 1,144 rushing yards on the ground. He has been great all season long. Matt Stafford, 24 touchdowns for 11 picks. What a great story, him going back to Detroit for this game. There's a lot of great stories in these matchups. You got Tyree Kill going up against Kansas City. You got the Detroit Lions hosting a playoff game with Matt Stafford going up against them on the Rams. You have Dallas versus Green Bay. Mike McCarthy was a former head coach for the Green Bay Packers. You got the Houston Texans, a great story with CJ Stroud and D'Amico Ryans going up against Joe Flacco and the Cleveland Browns, a guy that no one expected to be back in the NFL this season. Joe Flacco gets a shot off his couch and ends up being a great quarterback for them this season. There's a lot of great stories in these matchups. So I'm excited to see how things play out. I'm going to roll with the Rams getting an upset win here, though, over Detroit. I think it's going to be a high-scoring, exciting game. I'm going to go 31-27 LA Rams with the win in this one. Last up, we have the Dallas Cowboys hosting the Green Bay Packers. I think this game is going to be close. Green Bay's been playing very good football heading into this game. 6-2 over the last eight games, beating the Rams, Lions, and Chiefs this season. They did lose to Tommy DeVito and the Giants, though, at one point. So they have had some down weeks. But 6-2 over the last eight games heading into this matchup. Dallas hasn't really beaten too many great teams this season. They did beat the Eagles. 
But besides that, there's not many big wins in their schedule. They beat the Seahawks 41-35. I mean, that's a team that was competitive. They beat the Rams 43-20. That's actually a big win there. But they lost to the Niners 42-10. They lost to the Cardinals 28-16. And they even lost to the Miami Dolphins 22-20. And add in the fact they did beat the Detroit Lions 20-19. But that was a game where Detroit probably could have won that game with the referees didn't mess up late in that game. With that being said, though, even though Green Bay's been hot heading into this game, that's another team I didn't really expect much out of this season. I thought they were going to struggle. They really exceeded my expectations. A fun team to watch as well. A nice receiving group there and young receivers like Romeo Dobbs and Jaden Reed. Obviously, Christian Watson as well. A quarterback in Jordan Love who gained a lot of respect from fans in the NFL this season. Really has had a good season overall. As for the Dallas Cowboys... They always find ways to lose in the playoffs. But for some reason, I think they're going to make a deep run this year in the playoffs. I really do. Dak Prescott had a great year. 36 touchdowns to 9 picks. Really quieted all his haters. C.D. Lamb, what a season for him. 135 catches, 1,700 yards, 12 touchdowns. The best wide receiver quarterback duo probably on the season was probably Dak Prescott and C.D. Lamb. They were just unstoppable this year. And then you also have a defense that has a great pass rush with Micah Parsons who had 14 sacks this season and 33 quarterback hits. I think this game's going to be a close one. I'm going to roll with Dallas getting a close win. I'm going to say something like 30-27. to 27. I think it'll be a close game. I think Green Bay will be right there at the end, but I think Dallas finds a way to eco to win. So this is what my divisional round matchups will be. You got Baltimore versus Miami. You got Cleveland versus Buffalo. You got San Francisco versus the LA Rams. And you got Philadelphia versus Dallas. In the NFC, you have two divisional matchups in the divisional round. San Francisco versus the LA Rams. And then you got Philly versus Dallas. In that San Francisco versus the LA Rams matchup, I think the LA Rams are going to surprise people this year in the playoffs. They've been playing great football heading into the playoffs. And if they can find a way to put pressure on Brock Purdy, like the Baltimore Ravens did in that game when they played each other a couple weeks ago and really made things hot on them, Brock Purdy had four interceptions in that game. And even though the Rams defense hasn't been great this season overall statistically, there is some talent there. Aaron Donald is great. If he can find a way to disrupt this game, make it hot on Brock Purdy, I think Philadelphia can win this game. I haven't been too high on Brock Purdy. Even though his numbers were good this season, he has a great situation around him. And that's not trying to take away from him, but he does have George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, Brandon Ayuk, a prime left tackle in Trent Williams, a quarterback-friendly offense with a very good defense. He's not really down in too many games. If the LA Rams can put pressure on San Francisco in this game and have a lead in the fourth quarter, I think they win this game. Because Brock Purdy hasn't really had to fight back too much in deficits late in the game in his career. A lot of the time, they're up in the fourth quarter. If the LA Rams can find a way to stay up in this game, I think they can win this game. So I'm going to roll the LA Rams. I think it's going to be a close game. I think they're going to lead in the fourth quarter. And I think they find a way to upset their divisional rival in the San Francisco 49ers in this game. Then we have Philly versus Dallas. And I'm going to roll Dallas in this matchup. Philly, even though I think they're going to win that Wilds Cod game versus Tampa Bay, I don't really trust them too much. It seems like there's something going on in the locker room. Maybe guys are arguing or there's not really as great a chemistry this season as last year because when they finished the season that poorly, I think it was 1-5 in, in the last six games is what I said earlier in the episode. That's not a good look. This is the time of year when you have to be playing your best football. And they were 1-5 in, in the last six games with their only win being against the Giants, and then they lost to the Giants with their starters playing in the first half in Week 18. They were down 24 to nothing. That's not a good look. And even though Dallas hasn't had too many big wins this season, they were 8-0 at home. 8-0 at home this season. 
So I think they find a way to win this game. I'm going to go with Dallas over Philadelphia. Now in the AFC divisional round matchups, we got Baltimore versus Miami and Cleveland versus Buffalo. This is tough. I've loved the Miami Dolphins all season long. They were my Super Bowl pick before the year began. But with all of their issues on defense, it's hard to believe in this team and say they're going to go to the Super Bowl. At the beginning of the season, I believed it. Even just up until a week or two ago, I still believe this team could win the Super Bowl. But with all of their injuries, it's going to be tough. They're going to need their guys at the backups to step up on the defensive line. They're going to need Jalen Ramsey to probably make a big play in their secondary. They're probably going to need some defensive scores in this game or at least force two or three turnovers against Baltimore if they want to win this game. Because Baltimore's defense is really good. They can make things tough on Tua Tagovailoa. We've seen some shootouts between the Ravens and Dolphins over the years. They've had some exciting games. And even though I think Miami can hang with them in this game, I'm going to go with the Baltimore Ravens winning this matchup. It's tough to say. I'm going to be rooting for the Miami Dolphins to win the Super Bowl. They're my team in the AFC that I'm rooting for the most. And then I'm rooting for the Rams the most in the NFC. Those are the two teams I'm rooting for the most this year in the playoffs. Unfortunately, though, I'm going to go with the Baltimore Ravens over Miami in this matchup. If Miami wins, though, I'd obviously be happy because my prediction at the beginning of the season would look awesome if the Miami Dolphins could make it to the AFC Championship. But I'm going to roll Baltimore in this game. Lamar Jackson has had a special season. Zay Flowers has had a great rookie season out of Boston College. A great run game. Obviously a very good defense. It can make it very hard on the quarterback. I'm going to roll with Baltimore in this game over Miami. Then we have Cleveland versus Buffalo. Two teams that are very hot heading into the playoffs. In this game, Buffalo would be hosting. They were 7-2 this season at home in Buffalo. Keep in mind, they've won five straight games as well heading into the playoffs. They've been red hot as of late. Then again, the Browns have been great too. Winning four of their last games before losing in Week 18 with all of their starters out. I'm going to roll with the Cleveland Browns winning this game. Even though I think Buffalo is going to be right there. Buffalo, honestly, is probably the team that everybody is hoping they don't have to play in the playoffs. Nobody wants to play Buffalo right now. But Josh Allen can either have a great game where he has three touchdowns and no turnovers. Or he can have one of those games where things fall apart and he has one touchdown and three turnovers. I think Cleveland's defense is going to get to him in this game. Cleveland's defense got to the 49ers earlier this season in a game where P.J. Walker was the quarterback for the Browns. It's honestly remarkable to look at the amount of quarterbacks the Browns have used this season and see the success they've had this year. Even with all of the different quarterbacks they've had to use, they were still 11-6 and in the regular season. Credit to Kevin Stefanski. He's the coach of the year in my eyes easily, considering how much he turned this team around and how much he got out of the backup quarterbacks. Joe Flacco got off his coach, and all of a sudden this team is one of the teams nobody wants to play in the playoffs. So in this matchup, I'm going to go with Cleveland beating Buffalo. I think it'll be a close game, but I think Cleveland ends up getting the better of them late in that game. I think they win that one something like 27-24. So now for the championship round matchups. The AFC Championship, we have Baltimore versus Cleveland. NFC Championship, we have the LA Rams versus the Dallas Cowboys. I'm rooting for the LA Rams and Baltimore in these two situations, but I'm rolling with Dallas as the winner in this game, and I'm rolling with the Cleveland Browns as well in this game. So even though I'm rooting for Baltimore, I'm rooting for the Rams. I want to see Lamar Jackson succeed in the playoffs and silence a lot of the haters that says he can't win the big games. But I think Cleveland, there's something with that aura of that team this season. And even though I didn't have high expectations for them heading into the year, they're a very likable team. They're a likable team considering they have a good defense. Joe Flacco is a likable quarterback, a great story coming off his coach and putting this team in prime position to make a run in the playoffs. Baltimore's a great story as well. Lamar Jackson, back to his MVP ways. They're a team that obviously no one wants to play considering how good they are in offense and defense. But I think Cleveland finds a way to win this game with their defense. They're probably going to need Joe Flacco to have some big plays as well considering that Baltimore Ravens defense is good. 
But for some reason, I think Cleveland can win this game. So I'm going to roll with Cleveland. I think it's going to be a close game. I want to say Baltimore. I really do want to say Baltimore-Dallas is my Super Bowl matchup. Honestly, I want to see the Rams versus the Dolphins. That's my main matchup I want to see. But as I said, it's going to be tough to really trust that Dolphins team with all of their injuries. But considering what I have right here in my AFC and NFC Championship games, I'm rooting for Baltimore and rooting for the Ravens. But I got Cleveland and Dallas going to the Super Bowl. I want to say the Rams. I want to say the Ravens. I think that'd be a fun matchup to watch. I think the Rams are the number one team in the NFC nobody wants to play right now. Playing great football heading into the playoffs. Nobody wants to play that team, especially considering their weapons they have on offense. Kyron Williams, Cooper Cup. Obviously, Matt Stavitz had a very good season. Puka Nakua. That's a team no one wants to play. And I think Mike McDaniel and Sean McVay are the best and second best coaches in the NFL. I think McVay's number one, and I'm going McDaniel at number two. So I'd love to see a Rams-Dolphins Super Bowl, but as I said, it's going to be tough to trust that Dolphins team with all of their injuries. So in the Super Bowl right now, I have Cleveland versus Dallas. I want to say the Rams, and I'm going with the Cowboys. I want to say the Ravens, but I'm going with the Browns. Cleveland versus Dallas, I think the Dallas Cowboys win the Super Bowl. That's my prediction. I want to say Cleveland, but for some reason, just as I'm recording this, even though my bracket I've written at Cleveland, I'm going to go with the Dallas Cowboys. There's something with that team this season that I think they finally turn their playoff woes around and they find a way to win the Super Bowl. That's tough to say as a Giants fan, but Dak Prescott's a likable quarterback, a guy I had in fantasy as my quarterback as well, a guy that I can root for even if he's against the Giants. I always wish Dak to do well. So I'm going to roll with Dallas over Cleveland in the Super Bowl. That's my Super Bowl matchup. What do I want to see? I want to see the Rams go up against the Dolphins. Like I said, now probably five times. But unfortunately, as I said three times now, Miami's injuries are a worry. And I think Dallas ends up beating the Rams in the NFC Championship. But the Rams are the number one team in the NFC I don't think anybody wants to play right now. They're a very dangerous team, and I wouldn't be surprised if they find their way into the Super Bowl. That might be a crazy hot take, but that's what this podcast is for. That's what sports talk is all about. You're going to have a lot of hot takes. People aren't going to see eye to eye with you. But that's the beauty of sports. That's the beauty of sports. you got to wait to see how the game's going to go because nobody's won the Super Bowl yet. you got to wait and see how the games play out. You have to play the game no matter what. Even if people are crossing off, let's say, Pittsburgh against Buffalo, you still have to play that game. They're not just going to pencil in Buffalo just because Buffalo is a better team on paper. You still have to play these games, and that's the beauty of sports talk. That's the beauty of having a podcast, being able to give you takes and wait to see how things play out because a lot of the time it's going to be tough to be right with a lot of these picks. That's why they're predictions. Nobody's going to have a perfect bracket. Even in the NFL, it's going to be hard to have a perfect bracket. No one ever has it in March Madness for a reason because there's so many games, but even in the NFL, nobody's going to really have a perfect bracket. It's tough to do. Anyways, we'll see how things play out. Hopefully everyone gets to enjoy this wild card weekend. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen to this. As always, I appreciate it. I hope you guys have a good one, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Thank you.